It's time for use of all security, your hostess here once again. In this episode, we will start with some current news which you might find interesting and we will continue with the topic du jour, as always. And it's all coming up next on use of all security. This is Use of On Security, episode 12, recorded Saturday, April 24th, 2021. The changing face of ransomware. Remember SolarWind? Um, that was the one of the problems that the year 2020 has left us with. Well, the, um, the story continues to develop. And, and you do remember, obviously, the FireEye hack, um, which um, they themselves reported a nation with top-tier offensive capability has essentially attacked them. Um, well, that story is still keeps on giving. Um, and Brian Krebs reports that a file apparently uploaded to VirusTotal um, dates back in August um, um, 2020. Um, and remember, this story broke on the on the eighth of December. Um, but this file seems to have actually made its way to Varis Total um, back in August twenty twenty. So that's actually quite a while back. Um, for those of you who are not familiar, Varis Total is an aggregator of um, antivirus engines, um, some close to hundred engines, which are predominantly used by the community researchers but also um, as a uh, paid service where you upload URLs, files, um, and if you are um, a paid uh, member, you can download um, samples. Um, and essentially, this um, file um, has been identified as one of the backdoors used in the SolarWind um, supply chain attack. Um, and it appears that in analysis, um, when looked at it closely, indicates that the individuals um, who flagged the file as suspicious works in the IT at the National Telecommunication and Information Administration, that's the NTIA in the in the U.S. and is it is a um, in all intent and purposes a division of the U.S. Department of Commerce. Um, and, and Microsoft and Fire obviously both published um, blog posts about the hacked or um, backdoor in early March. Um, um, and, um, and in December 2020, the Wall Street Journal obviously reported that NTIA was uh, one of the agencies that has been seriously um, affected. Um, and if you've um, if you look at it closely, the uh, the screenshot. Um, shows that um, of last week, um, 54 out of the 70 security vendors flagged this file as suspicious, uh, but it doesn't show what the identification rate was when the malicious file was first submitted. Um, and obviously, really, this, this tells us, uh, despite a lot of um, hype on the artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, um, malware um, issues are still a problem to deal with. Um, and um, maybe we can go back to, to, the, to the drawing board and actually um, continue using the, um, the Google methods of application um, with um, whitelisting, uh, with privileged access. Um, those applications who have privileged access to, um, to, to important area of a, of a network. Um, and, and essentially that the, um, of course, we, we do need to rely on endpoint, um, but it's, um, but sometimes uh, it is, it is critical that you need to take an extra step. Um, and, and, and to be quite honest, most of the, um, um, most of the um, 
issues um, related to um, um, you know zero day can be mitigated with um, defense in depth um, approach um, and I think the more layer you have um, that you don't have to really build um, all sorts of stacks of security but something that is well thought after um, that meets the requirement of the um, of the environment that you are looking after is essentially really needed um, and and defense in depth essentially is is something that to to, to be really looked at um, quite um, critically so that's really something that I thought um, it's actually um, um, it's um, it's quite um, yeah it's quite um, interesting. Next, um, um, the other things that I wanted to obviously cover is the um, it's, it's it's something that is um, um, very very important as well, um, and 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 that is um, something that I wanted to to touch. Um, and which is uh, um, something that has actually um, caught my attention this week. Um, it's a um, it's a ransomware gang um, has had made a huge amount of you know more than a quarter of a million dollars um, in, in 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 a number of a few days. Um, and you know the technique they have essentially used is um, is, is something that anyone can actually do and, and and i think we do most of the time when we're actually sharing files and actually try to try to um, protect um, sensitive information as well um, and this is an attack that was leveled against qnap um, um, and it's a and specifically the network um, 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 storage um, attached storage of qnap um, was actually um, had a vulnerability and and this was actually then taken advantage of and what they essentially did is um, it's the um, it's is it's not rely on what you normally would think a ransomware gangs do so um, instead of putting a considerable development time um, in in development the malware and this is the the, the malware writers um, um, they 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 don't have to do that much efficacy um, feature raised and um, strong encryptions, um, etc. And and this gang um, is 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 duped. Um, um, essentially, um, the the ransomware um, Q Locker Q L O C K E R um, gang essentially. Um, and they didn't even have to do their own malware. Um, all they did is. Um, it's um, they, they they scanned the QNAP um, devices that are connected to the internet and exploited um, a sort of a recently um, disclosed vulnerability. I will add this to the um, to the notes, um, and this um, exploit essentially allows the um, these threat actors to remotely execute um, um, executables. Um, and what they did is they just used Seven Zip Archive um, utility um, to password protect all the files of the victims' um, NAS storage devices. Um, how genius is that? Um, uh, you can you can just really just install Seven C, right click, add to archive, and then you have an option of password protection, and and that's that's essentially um, for most of the people they they would not be able to uh, to decrypt and, and brute force, and you know neither do we have um, as layman's um, the um, you know the processing power to actually um, decrypt if the uh, if the password is really um, very very strong. So using such simple approach uh, essentially allowed them um, to encrypt um, over a thousand, if not thousands of devices in, in just five days. Um, and, um, and that is just really just using um, the normal algor algorithm that is built in 
um, into the um, yeah into the seven seat um, archives. So that, I just thought that was that was actually um, striking. Um, and essentially, again, um, you know, if you put few protections, um, you should be able to to mitigate such as um, um, you know preventing um, what it's called the um, unwanted application. You know, the most of the security industry, especially the endpoint industry, they call it um, POA, potentially unwanted applications. And and if you haven't mandated those kind of um, applications, essentially, um, you should um, you should not allow them. And both endpoint. Um, but also um, um, proxies should be able to really fit um, both in, you know, executable downloaded from the web, but also executable that are um, scattered around the endpoint machines. And you should be able to really just fingerprint them and um, and disallow them except the ones that you want um, um, to um, um, to allow. So that's just the service of attack. But obviously the uh, the, the bigger problem was the clean up um, vulnerability that it was... Um, that was disclosed. Um, that that should be obviously the first call for you to um, to mitigate the um, um, that risk. So so that's the that's what I wanted to actually touch those two those two um, those two issues that was that I thought it, it was interesting. Now um, on to our um, ransomware, um, changing faces of ransomware. It's the topic of of what I actually wanted to. Um, um, to to talk about um, and most of us obviously know ransomware and what it is um, and that is locking your data and demanding money to free up um, and um, and essentially that's that's the upshot um, but what what is exactly behind the scene well you know the total cost um, is is the big problem um, whether you are um, decrypting or whether you are paying the ransom um, or not paying the ransom and getting back um, your data some other way. But I just wanted to um, um, go back to when ransomware first gained global um, notoriety um, as a result, obviously, back in um, 2017. And, and I'll take you back um, to memory lane now, what seems to be, and, and that's WannaCry attack. Um, so at the time that, that that campaign was unprecedented in scale, um, according to um, to Europol, um, and it estimated around 200 computers um, were infected across 150 countries. Um, one of the major target was the National Health Service in England, um, with 80 um, of the um, 236 um, apparently care trusts impacted. Um, and, and, and 34 of these um, trusts and um, over 600 other primary care organizations obviously have been, have, been, um, have been locked out of their machine. And I've, um, if I do remember correctly, um, Windows 7, which was obviously supported at the time, was the culprit. And of course, a lot of people were still using Windows XP, but 7 was, was, was really the, the, the one that most of the um, environment over there that was actually using. Um, so that really created a um, quite a lot of stress and, and a lot of cost. And if you look at the cost, um, those costs are tangible costs um, and intangible costs. Um, so tangible costs essentially include loss of um, revenue um, while the system are down, um, the cost of the remediation and customer 
um, compensation that you would have to face uh, via litigation. Um, and essentially, some companies might choose to, to pay the ransom as well. So, so those are all adding up into the tangible cost. But that doesn't always result in the data or, or, or obviously system being, being released. Um, so that has to be said. So even if you pay, it doesn't guarantee really. Um, and if you, um, if, you, if you do pay and they release the data for you, um, there is no guarantee that they will come back because they know that you can be a cash cow now. So that, that's really something that has to be taken with, with, with care. Um, and of course, it's easy to say someone, oh, don't pay. Um, but, but the reality is we need to show both sides of the, of the coin. If you do pay, you are facing that um, 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 essentially um, problem where there is no guarantee and they, they, and, and they may come back even if you have your data and, and ask you again. So that's, a, that's, 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 that's the bigger problem. So that's essentially the, the tangible costs um, that I've just described there. And then there is the intangible cost. Um, and, and, and those are really harder to measure. Um, um, but it, it might include loss of reputation. Um, and um, and in, in worst cases, it could have even be uh, more impactful um, long term um, if um, if trust is is, is damaged um, to a point where you can't really come back. Um, so so that's that's those are the two main things. Um, and really moving forward um, now, twenty twenty one. Obviously, um, you know the pandemic, COVID nineteen, um, and and the lockdown has had made a mass, massive shift um, for to remote working. Um, and, and we have seen um, quite a lot of shift in terms of how we how we actually utilize technology, um, but also it has exposed vulnerability in people, process, and technology control um, um, due to to that move, um, which was hasty, essentially really overnight, um, and, and which basically put people on remote work. Um, literally overnight um, to be quite honest, um, and and you know of course the um, Bad guys are watching and and essentially are preying on um, you know vulnerabilities, um, lack of visibilities, um, and essentially social engineering, um, unprepared um, stuff, um, and 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 this 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 can only mean really um, a big problem. So let's just compare um, the, the the pre-COVID and and, and the post-COVID before we before we then move on to um, essentially what the the different evolution of ransomware is. So so the pre-COVID essentially they 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 were targeting individuals uh, with very um, broad attack path um but post covid um you know it it became more apparent that it was organizations were targeted more specifically um, um and and if you really look at um that is you know working from home um created um um, a huge uh, risk, um, estimated to 3.5 times the risk that we had normally when we were going to um, um, to, to to the office. And, and two years ago, it was a common for for cyber criminals to to encrypt files, um, locking out business until they paid the ransom. Um, so it was basically um, really a no specificity um, in terms of targeted attack, um, and, and and they were just relying on the big numbers, safety numbers, to to, to really um, scoop as much as possible. Um, and moving forward, attackers then then um, execute the, the the ransomware attack. Um, vulnerable systems are encrypted and denied access and um, you know this story essentially 
um, and, 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 and that's really the, the, the pre-COVID. Um, and then the attackers demanded ransom payment. The business has to pay thousands um, to restore the system. Um, and, um, and, and that, that was the norm that we're all familiar with. Um, and the post-COVID compromise, attackers essentially has now, instead of just really um, executing the ransomware attack on organization, the attackers establish um, their presence within the system now, and, and they do well. They then escalate their privilege internally and establish command and control server. So they own the environment. And what they then follow that with um, and um, is attackers then they, they, they do target key systems. So they scavenge and look for, you know, the, the choosy part of the environment, the one that will have a maximum return of investment um, to have a great impact um, and execute the ransomware there um, and then demand um, and payment. Um, essentially, the business has to pay hundreds of thousands to restore the data um, if they don't have a backup. Um, and, and you know, if I can just give you a um, a one of the um, you know the the post COVID issue um, that, that that came out was Garmin um, in July 2020, and that was hit by a ransomware attack, um, reported to be uh, the work of Evil Corp. Um, obviously, that is a um, the well known organization. Um, that, that that essentially makes money by locking people's machines, um, and they demanded ten million to restore the system. So those were really the the, the changing um, essentially faces of 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 the ransomware post COVID, um, and um, and and there are of course um, different um, different different approach. Um, and if I can just dwell on that a little bit, the um, most of the um, data that has been um, encrypted, people need to realize, um, you know, what is data breach? If we really just go back to the basics, well, the, a data breach is when you have lost control of your data um, and you don't know, um, obviously, whether that data um, is, is basically um, plainly readable or not. Um, even if you think you had encryption, but if you cannot really prove without shadow of a doubt, then essentially you had um, a data breach. So that's one aspect. That's one part um, that you know the data might have been in plain text and not encrypted, strongly encrypted. And the second thing is, um, if that is true, um, then obviously that data has left you and can be shared, can be used, can be essentially manipulated um, outside of your, of your environment and therefore you've lost control. Um, so by ransomware penetrating your organization and um, and having access to the file and doing whatever they want, taking out but also encrypt, that's essentially a data breach, right? So um, if, they if they do take the data um, but they did penetrate the organization, it's a different aspect, right? At least the data uh, is not readable. So the confidentiality, remember the, 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 the triad of um, information security that's confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Here, the third element, um, first element, the confidentiality has been breached in, in a data breach. Whereas they, if they had taken the data out, at least then you had had a penetration, but your data is not exposed. Um, because they cannot decrypt. Um, so people have to differentiate that. Um, but if you say, oh, I have not encrypted the data, not only you had a successful penetration attack, but also you had had data taken out. So ransomware reaching your files and encrypting essentially 
allow these people to realize, well, we can take the data as well before we encrypt. Um, and therefore, or take the data that is encrypted and decrypt it outside of the environment. So what they did is, instead of just really demanding money, they now put in pressure on people. Um, so the data now is taken out. They will show you the data has actually been taken out and they can decrypt outside of your environment in order to pressurize you um, to um, to pay ransom so that A, they will essentially um, um, shout from rooftops and say you had a data breach and therefore you might face liabilities and, and compliance issues um, and by exposing you and shaming you um, on the public domain that your data is now out in the public domain. So that's that's essentially what they... What they, what they um, essentially did so that's that's that's, that's one one of the the, the, the new faces that uh, organizations have to have to face now um, the other the other one is the um, is the fact that that the they, they have penetrated and as I described um, um, allow themselves to embed deeply into into the different part of the of your organization essentially telling you we can we can reservice any time now, what can you essentially do? Um, well, um, I would recommend to adapt to this changing phases of ransomware and have, um, you know, do some assessment um, that are proactive, but also um, do, do in mind that you still need to also some sort of activities, uh, you know, behind the scene, more, more of a reactive. So assess the basics, essentially. Um, do train your staff um, through training and awareness um, programs such as, um, you know, the phishing attack, simulated phishing attack and social engineering attack. Um, um, do carry out remote working assessments. Um, um, do your own penetration testing either by hiring um, reputable organizations or train your staff up to a standard where you can do that yourself. And that's the best, obviously, to do it. Um, and of course, take take backups because if you have a backup, um, you just had a time issue. Um, but when you are restoring, if you had a ransomware, um, you can just go back. Um, you would have productivity issues and don't downtime, but at least you don't have a um, you don't have to uh, pay up. Um, and, and backups is, is the best strategy forward. You can't deny that you'll have um, you'll have a um, you know productivity impact there. Um, and do your incident response exercise as well. So all of those will be proactive. Some reactive um, um, things that you can do is cyber incident response capability. Put that in place. You know, do some sort of a playbook that is that is there and, and vetted. Um, do carry out your um, forensic investigation capabilities, um, and and of course have the communication and the you know and the PR team um, oiled up and, and and ready to to react. And of course your legal and insurance. Of course today um, it goes without um, without saying. Um, and and really the um, and, and those are those are really things to 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 have those all in place and 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 all in sync. Um, and for example, if I um, um, just give you examples of each one of those. Access to to, to the basics. Um, assess the basics, as I said, such as you know, ensure that you have a uh, multi-factor authentication, um, um, and and of course do the enforcement security standards externally, such as certification and acc accreditation. Um, audit your IT and um, for for privilege um, um, levels, and don't have a creeping creeping um, privilege where people accumulate unnecessary um, you know approach towards the need to know um, approach um, and, and and carry out with it towards that. 
So that will be a few examples for the um, assessment of the basics. And in terms of the security awareness and training, um, yeah, I gave you already, um, you know, phishing campaign, um, educate the users, um, you know, have some sort of ongoing e-learning um, um, and maybe, you know, carry on specialized training. Um, um, you know, whether that is for the CEO or the, or the C-suite, um, because um, essentially um, the post-pandemic um, and ransomware phase is really is targeting the big fish. Um, so the more um, they, 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 they find themselves um, deep entrenched within, within the executives and, and, and accounts of that level, uh, the better for them. Um, and so therefore, take care of that uh, because account takeover is another big issue. Advanced phishing um, is what I'm referring to. So that's a the training and awareness. For the remote work and assessment, um, of course, you need to have an end user device um, built, you know, whether it's tablets, laptop, and certainly for um, smartphones, you do need to have the EMM um, implementation. Now that's that's the um, the um, the enterprise mobility management. Um, you know, start with your MDM mobile device management. Have the um, EDR XDR um, um, solution really um, um, in place by now. Um, and, and really just um, make sure who are the users um, um, with, with, with confidential data um, and what can they ac- um, assess. Make sure, obviously, the IT team can monitor the network, whatever remotely, um, whatever it is, is actually t- um, taking. And penetration testing is really just the, the title explains it all. So, so essentially probing your system for vulnerabilities, um, testing your own IT, um, um, and, and training them with, um, with, with outcomes and, and and implementing those um, those those um, gaps and loop loopholes, and backups essentially really just um, the only thing that I can essentially say about backup is is you need to test the backup essentially. Um, without testing it, um, there is no point of having the the backup because um, the day that you need the backup and it doesn't work, that's not the backup. Um, and incident um, response, um, certainly you can go back to. Um, to my um, um, IR, um, and that's episode eight um, that I have recorded, um, just to give you some some tips. So consider the impact um, on your organization before incident happens. Um, and by really thinking about key systems and services um, and questioning the stakeholders of those, um, and um, you need to have obviously a, a response. So um, most of the large organization, medium or critical organization nowadays have what it's called a, a retainer services um, where they sign up with um, vendors who are specialized on incident response so that they can be they can be ready um, to, to, to spring into action when they um, when there is a, um, a need um, and, and, and really the, the, the problem is is, 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 is causing um, business impact. Impact. Um, so those are really the, the faces of ransomware, coupled with some um, tips and tricks, um, and essentially what needs what needs to be done together with that checklist. Um, I just wanted to bring that into your attention today, and I hope that was useful to you. Um, do comment if you've um, um, if you need to know more about this. Um, but for now, I'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening, and take care.